Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. of decluttering podcast we're your hosts i'm kirsty Ferruja from feels like home professional organizers and i'm amy ravel from simply organized we can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organized if you'd like to engage with the podcast further you can find us at the art of decluttering on facebook let's get started you've joined us for episode 82 of the art of decluttering Today we'll be talking about decluttering and organising your sports equipment, which is perfect because we're in the middle of winter recording this, but we're probably going to be in summer when we're playing it, so like every sport will be covered in this episode. (laughs) So thanks to our friend Owen Gray for this request of this episode. So we're kind of going to cover off kids' toy, like kids' sports and adult sports in this episode because... There's more than one adult client that I've been to that have sports equipment and they're like, yeah, yeah, I used to play basketball. And then you like find out, or, you know what, basketball is the least of the worries because it's like a ball. But I used to fly fish when I was 23 and that's 20 years ago and I haven't done it since, but they still are hanging on to, and I think that's what sport does, is you just hang on to the old you. Yeah. I think we've, we speak about this often, <laughs> holding on to the old you, the what? person that you used to be, BC or... Just when you were young? Just when you were young. What sports did you play growing up? None? You danced, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I danced and I played netball at school. Okay, well, that's like two. Yeah, I wasn't, like, wasn't hugely active. Do you have anything left from either of those sports now? No. My face says no. No. No, 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 no. I wasn't, I was really... um. A fit little kid, so I didn't need to do sports for my health. <laughs> you know how we encourage our children to do sports for their health? Yeah. <laughs> well, one, it was the 80s and the 90s and people weren't that yeah, way inclined as we are now. And two, I was like a little whippet, so mm. I didn't need to do sports to... And you didn't love it by the sound of it. Um, I 
No, I, I enjoyed dancing. If if I had been more into hip hop dancing, I probably mm. would have enjoyed that more. But I did ballet and modern and tap. Okay. And ma- I really didn't enjoy ballet. Like I enjoy, mm. I love ballet. I enjoy ballet, but I didn't really like the discipline of ballet. Yeah, because <laughs> it's quite disciplined, isn't it? Yeah, and I knew I was never going to be a ballerina and my, that's the way my mind works. Mm. And I'm not going to make it as a ballerina, so I'll just get disappointed when all, when I try hard and all these girls Aww. become ballerinas and I don't. But if I'd done contemporary, I think I would have loved contemporary yep. or lyrical. Do those you want to like, of... bust out a move for me right now? Uh, no, because I'll probably bust something. <laughs> <laughs> Either myself Gold. or Jared's studio. <laughs> um, so no, I didn't. I wasn't very sporty. I was more. Uh, I was more studious than sporty. Mm. Whereas you were both. Yeah, I loved sport growing up. Um, my sisters all did ballet and jazz and tap as their sport, and I did basketball. And I loved basketball. And I was really tall, so I was just shy of my adult height from about ten. I was a giant. <laughs> ridiculous giant. Like in grade five, I was the tallest in my class, including the teacher. Wow. So um, I peaked early, let's say. <laughs> and so I was basketball was good for me because I was like a head and shoulder above all the other girls. So um, basketball was my sport. And then I went into bike riding. And then I was a bike rider for a very long time until I got an injury that I have never recovered from. Um Golf. I used to play golf. Oh, my goodness. It's the worst game ever. Oh, it's the best. I even like watching golf on TV. Oh, my goodness. Worst, worst television ever. Oh. You're so weird. Yeah. I love, like, bike riding, golf, basketball. I played volleyball for a while. I wasn't awesome at it. Probably highlighted by the fact that the team was called the Butterfingers. <laughs> <laughs> um I think that's all. And then I was, then I did gym a lot. So my sports equipment, like I had a gym membership. So all my sports equipment was contained in the gym, which is a really great way to minimize. Minimize. Like I'm paying somebody else to store it, clean it, maintain it, yeah. um, you know, pay the power for it, and I can go and use it whenever I want. Ooh. So that actually, when it comes to sports equipment, is a, if you're going to use it, let's just put that out there quite a good way to um, do workouts when you know that you can go to a class or a gym and not have to have all the equipment at home. Yes. So I'm remembering my t- my childhood and teenage. I did have bikes and roller skates and inline skates. Oh, yes. So I was a very active kid like that, just not paid extracurricular activities. Competition. Yeah, and like we, when we lived in Papua New Guinea, we had a pool for a time, and my sister and I would get out every afternoon and ride our bikes and mm. ride our skates, and we were very active children, yeah. just not competitive. One of the other sports that I did was swimming. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. We used to train three mornings a week. Shout out to my awesome mum who would drive us kids to the Diamond Creek pool Monday, Wednesday. And Friday mornings at like 6.30, we'd train for an hour and then we'd go to school, have breakfast, start classes. So I did love my spot. I'd ride my bike to school, which was a 65K round trip um, through mountains and like on dirt roads. And I loved it. Yeah. So for everybody who knows Melbourne, from research to Doreen. (laughs) Yeah. I loved it. I loved riding my bike to school and the independence. And yeah, I I love all. And let's let's just say it. Amy loves anything competitive. (laughs) Understatement of the year, poops. <laughs> Understatement of the year. <laughs> we know Amy's motivators. Yeah. 
get her to compete in something. And I'll be fine. <laughs> or who can win at this? She will kick your butt. <laughs> at least die trying. Yes. <laughs> so how do you declutter things from your past life? Or sporting equipment. A good question to ask yourself is, are you still using this? Or do you have sports equipment that you haven't played in like 20 years? Mm. And I think if you have sports equipment that you haven't used in, say, five years, I think you can well and truly get rid of it. Um, I always used to play squash. Like, I really have... Let's just stop talking about what you used to do because you could just talk about it forever. Oh, no, but, like, squash was an (laughs) awesome game to play. It's so fast and all you need is a racket. Like, I didn't have to have... a ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ball. I promise didn't take up much. the racket case. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So there are some sports then that don't require a lot, but if you haven't played squash for five years, get rid of your squash racket and if you decide to take it up again, invest in one that's suitable to you now. And that hasn't deteriorated mm. because it hasn't been in use. Yep. Or the, you know, you when you pull out and the strings are all yellowed and Gross. frayed or it's just not cool anymore. Not squash, but like the racket. Like oh, I remember cool, getting... my friend. No, I wasn't saying that it wasn't. <laughs> I'm talking more about, you know, when things go... And not that you should be a slave to fashion. Mm. I'm not saying be a slave to fashion. But I remember I got a tennis racket one year for some... <laughs> random reason maybe I said to my parents at Christmas I want a tennis racket and they got me a tennis racket um, but it was one of like those short handled tennis rackets oh yeah and a big head <laughs> <laughs> so you really can't miss yes probably why they were doing it um, and then they weren't cool mm. like and I've never played tennis anyway so it's whatever well, that was easy to get rid of yeah <laughs> Again, it comes back to that whole thing that you've spent good money on it and to replace it, you'd spend good money on it. So why not just keep that squash racket Mm. at the back of a cupboard for another 20 years and then still think that maybe you'll get back into playing squash one day when the kids are a bit older, when I've got more free time. (laughs) When I retire. When I retire. My knees are going to be so amazing (laughs) that squash will be the perfect sport for me to play when I'm 70. (laughs) Or by the time we retire, yeah, 80. Not going to (laughs) happen. Probably not going to play squash at 80. My dad was a champion squash player, which is, I think, why I took up squash. And I just didn't have it in me like what he did. My parents played squash. They played badminton. My kids like badminton. Yeah. I said to the kids the other day, we were Ollie got um, a Rebel Sports Voucher and there was those pop-up badminton cases oh. that you get, like it's just all contained in a case so yeah. you can easily chuck it in the back of the car. And I was like, how about that? Instead, he bought inline skates and then he wanted to buy me inline skates as well, like oh, so darling. we can do it together. And I'm like, yeah, but what are we going to do with Em? <laughs> like, yeah. She's going to be sitting Put there her in a backpack. twiddling her thumbs. So Rebel vouchers are the go at the moment for our age kids. So pretty much every single party we go to, you get a Rebel voucher. That's what the Rebels are giving you. And when it was my boys' birthdays, they just got a whole lot of Rebel vouchers, put it together, and they get to buy cool stuff. Yeah, Ollie got like... Two hundred and ten dollars. Whoa! <laughs> but then we couldn't like figure out what to no. buy for it. Like we got Indoor inline basketball skates. Rinse? No, he didn't want. He's not no. interested in basketball. So he ended up getting a soccer ball, another soccer ball, um, inline skates, and knee pads and shin oh, pads good. to stop him 
Yeah, then we brought them down here and he hasn't worn them and he's like ripped his knees to shreds. Oh, no. Skating. That'll learn him. That will learn him anyway. A lot of people keep their um, old sporting goods because they feel like it's a grievous process to let go of the old them, like the person that they didn't become or the person that they did become. And so, like, we get that that can be difficult, but we're your cheerleaders to say, but you can do it. You can let it go. If you're not using it, kind of lose it. Let it go. Pass it on. Donate it. Use it or lose it. Yeah, use it or lose it. Do you have any clients that you've walked into and they have a treadmill that's being used <laughs> as a clothes horse? Yeah, huh. Mm, how did I know what you were going to say then? I don't know. Maybe because it's a very common apparatus <laughs> to have in homes. Yeah. A clothes horse. Yeah, that's got that like a In the shape some... of a treadmill. It's a really expensive clothes horse. It Maybe is... people don't know that from like Bunnings you can buy one for or Kmart or Ikea or anywhere like under 10 bucks. Yeah, maybe, maybe go they do think that. You've got to have a $300 one that you plug into the 300? wall. 300? Well, on eBay. 3,000? <laughs> yeah. 12,000? We had a treadmill for a little while and I used it when we had it. But once I stopped using it and we started like hanging the kids' swing stuff on it, I went, I'm just going to sell this. And I just sold it and got rid of it because I didn't want to be that person. Yeah. And because it is. Again, it's coming back to that. I've spent good money on mm-hmm. it, and I feel guilty that the I guilt. chose to spend money on a treadmill instead of something else, or instead of saving it. And now it's sitting there, staring at me, going, "Run on me! Run on me! You spend money. money!" The treadmill sounds like a really nasty old woman. <laughs> <laughs> and the, often the reason people buy a treadmill is, well, I'll save money from going to the gym. But if you just pay to go to the gym when you're actually going to use the treadmill and you don't have to service it and store it, it may end up cheaper just to buy a gym membership or just pay... Casual. Casual. Like I actually, for most people, I suggest start casual for a couple of months, find out what your rhythm is, even if it's going to cost you an extra 50 bucks, find out what your rhythm is and then see if it is actually going to be cheaper to get a membership. Yeah. Or go... Be have an accountability buddy. Yeah, do park run. Yeah. So many more things to do than buy a very expensive clothes horse. And what about when things are broken? Like if you've got a set of golf clubs but you're missing the nine iron and a putter, so it's an incomplete set. All I heard then was blah, 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 blah. That's the best. <laughs> do you not even know the names of the golf clubs? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> You are so funny. Oh, that's, that's one word for it. That's hilarious. Sorry to all you golfers out there that I've just blah, blah, blah no, they're, offended. They're, they're enjoying Amy going, the nine iron this and the wedge that and the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so if you have incomplete sets of things, <laughs> golf clubs or otherwise, have a think about whether you can just donate what you do have because if you do want to become a golfer, you're kind of going to need – those clubs. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Or if you are going to, I can't even think of another sport. That's how great my brain is at the moment. But if you don't have complete sets or they're broken and you haven't got around to fixing it, just get rid of them. Like stop the guilt of having it sitting there screaming in your face all the time. You should make time for me. Or how about when you kids have grown out of things? So how many bikes do you have in your home? How many scooters do you have in your home? Do you have a, still have a scooter for a three-year-old when you've got a 15-year-old? That's awesome. Yes. 
get rid of equipment that kids have grown out of. Pass them on quickly to friends mm. who have um, who have grown, who have got kids that age, mm-hmm. the right age, because you know rusty bikes from nineteen eighty aren't You've serving got to pay anybody. To get rid of them. Yeah. Not only can you not give them away, you have to pay the skip guy to come and go to the tip with them. Yeah, and they're rusty. They're no good for anybody. So if you're holding on to things because you're going to pass them on, but you haven't ever passed them on, Mm. just ring council collection, get them all picked up, or go to the metal scrapping place and get money for your metal. Yep. I like that idea. Have you got a wardrobe full of clothes but somehow nothing to wear? Would you love to open your wardrobe and know that no matter what you pick, you'll love it? The first step to creating a wardrobe you love is decluttering the stuff that you don't. Join our free five-day wardrobe declutter challenge. Just visit theartofdecluttering.com.au forward slash challenge. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I think it's really easy to have those bikes that you've outgrown and skateboards that you've outgrown and pogo sticks and, like, so many random things, like um, hula hoops. Like, all of that stuff is sporting equipment and has to live somewhere. So, you know, we want to encourage you to declutter what you don't need, but that for which you do keep, instead of just having it all, like, lying around on the deck or in random spots in the garage, let's talk about some different ways that you can organise things really smart so that you can have access to them really quickly, but also so that they don't get wrecked and don't ruin the floor and take up all the room in your house with sporting equipment you use occasionally. Yeah. So where does sporting equipment live in your home? It's one of the reasons I wish we had a garage. (laughs) (laughs) Because my boys are so into their sport and we have so much sporting equipment, but not anywhere clear to put it um so on our back deck the boys have a basketball shootout system so there's like two rings next to each other it's like what you'd see a time zone yeah and you've got to shoot arcade type yeah and you've got to shoot the balls in and so there's that sitting out on the deck and that's fully up all the time so the kids can play it and then we have a big old plastic washing basket you know like the like the hamper kind of ones like a Mm -hmm. big one and that keeps balls rackets and stumps in it so it's got cricket ball a cricket what are they called? Cricket bats, tennis rackets. Um, it's got stumps for the cricket stuff and all the tall things go in there. And then we've got a ball box. So it's got footies and soccers and tennis balls and cricket balls. And we keep those separate because otherwise you've got to dig down the bottom of all the stupid cricket stumps to find a tennis ball to, yeah. Yeah. So that's where we keep those kind of things. The boys have a really good basketball each, which is for no outside use. So it's an indoor ball only. And they keep that in their bedrooms. And Elijah has a cricket set that he keeps in his wardrobe. And in the same spot in Jesse's wardrobe, he has a set of golf clubs. So my beautiful dad took Jesse. So my boys love going to the driving range with their pa. And one day my dad came back from the driving range and had bought Jesse a full set of children's left-handed golf clubs. That's so generous and lovely. 
but big. <laughs> um, and he does use them, but we have nowhere to live for them to live. So they live inside his wardrobe. This full set I of clubs. should have lived at his past house. I should have suggested that, Kirst. You still can. They're going to pass today. Oh, I Message if I Dad. Can, yeah, <laughs> take the golf clubs. <laughs> but sometimes Cal does take them. Like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it probably is better at our place. But that's where our sporting stuff lives. We've got two indoor basketball rings, one on the back of the front door and one on Elijah's wall in his bedroom. Um, and they're obviously up, so they're stored. And the bikes are outside. Have we done a bikes episode? I feel like we did. I feel like I've talked about my bike storage. Maybe not. Maybe I talked about it elsewhere. Um, but we bought a storage rack for bikes. So you just wheel the bike in and they just stand there. And all our four bikes are outside. In the, in the open air? Yeah, in the open air. We just don't have anywhere to put them. So they're under a little bit of an eave. So the water doesn't get on them unless it comes in sideways, but they're in the open air. It's not ideal, but it's what we have. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what you have. Yeah. You've got to work with what you Correct. have. Correct. Tell me about your sporting equipment and how you do it. So the kids have um, – the, we've got a cubby hole where our bags live. Yep. And so Amelie's gymnastics and ballet bag lives in there. Oliver's taekwondo bag and his soccer bag live in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, so different bags for different sports, so you can just grab and go? Yeah. Okay. So Oliver's soccer gear and taekwondo gear don't live in the bag, but Amelie's ballet stuff does live mm-hmm. in the bag. It gets washed and put back okay. in that bag because I think that's a really efficient use of time. Mm. You just grab the bag instead of like, where are my tights? Yeah. Where's my leotard? Where's my skirt? Because it's so many different bits. Yeah. And because she has hair ties that go with like we have to put her hair up in a bun. Uh. And so all of that lives in the ballet bag. So that's very convenient and easy for us. Uh, Ollie uh, doesn't do that with his soccer gear, but very easily could do that with his taekwondo and soccer. Then we have um, in the garage, we have our bikes up on the roof. Mm, I love that. Simon's done. I wrote about your garage storage for your bikes in my book. Huh. Did you? Okay. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. So we've got... Um, beam that's a beam on the that is attached to the beams in the roof so we've got a piece of wood that Simon has screwed into the beam in the roof yep. through the ceiling. We're doing charades here yeah and then he's the, got the hooks off that piece of wood that the bikes just sit. So you just lift them up yeah, vertical, they're vertical and just hook it on. Yeah. Yeah. And they lean up against the one side of the wall and Simon's car parks underneath them. And then we've got scooters up against the wall and, and hooked onto the wall. They've got their own hooks. Yep. And then Simon's got – so we've got – How many bikes does Simon have? Simon has three bikes. He's got a really good road bike and not an old road bike. And then he's got his mountain bike. Ollie has – a mountain bike or a geared bike and a non-geared bike. And Amelie has a bike and I have a bike. And then Oliver, I and Amelie have a scooter. And so Simon's bike, Simon's got a bike on two other, two bikes on two other walls in the garage. (laughs) And he's got his wheels, spare wheels, on a hook in the garage as well. And then we have 
balls and stuff that gets used in the backyard, in the garage, in the shed. Mm-hmm. And soccer's coach, Simon's a soccer coach, so we've got the balls for coaching ah. in the shed as well. What I really like is your garage sounds like it's been really intentionally set up with hooks and spaces for things yes. rather than just leaning things up against the wall everywhere. It's like get them up off the floor and just get some really sturdy hooks that can be put in masonry and you just go from there. Yeah, and we even have like the helmets on hooks for the I kids to get on. We've got a shoe rack in our garage. Ah, uh, yep. And the helmets are on the hooks at the end of that and my helmet is above the shoe rack mm. and it's not it's not perfect solution because the kids can't get their own bikes down and because the bikes are over cars so if the car mm. is in then Simon needs to get the bikes down because he's stronger, whereas I would, like, drop the bike on the car. Well, you could move the car. Or it could, yes, <laughs> I can move the car. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then in the shed we've got ball, uh, one of those um, flexi tubs oh, yep. full of balls. That's what we keep our balls in, yep. Yeah, and we've got um, shin pads and stuff in there Mm. and we've got them in the garage now because Ollie's got these new skates so he's using them every day but they were in the in the shed and we've got um uh like uh, you could like support a small village with the amount of sports equipment you've got like I thought we had a lot but I reckon you've got more than us I, I don't feel like we have heaps like we do have, like, Emily got a netball for her birthday and Ollie got two soccer balls for his birthday and we've got f- AFL footballs yep. in the shed. Um, You've got a fair bit. Yeah, and we've got one of those, like, tennis poke oh, yes. things. <laughs> yeah, totem tennis. Totem we tennis. We just got one of those last week. Yeah. And we've got, um, we've got like, snorkeling gear and oh, stuff. Oh, you've got heaps. That's all in our shed, though, because yeah. it's very little used. Yeah. But um, the other thing we've got in our garage is um, soccer goals. Wow. And they hang on the wall, too, so yep. they don't take up much space. So I think if you've got a garage or a shed or just a space where you can hang a lot of this stuff, that's our recommendation is go to your hardware store and find solutions to get things up off the ground because it's easier to put things away, it's easier to find them, and you don't feel as cluttered. And then when it's time to donate things, you can actually see them. Like, I can clearly see that I've bought you a new bike, so the small bikes can go. Yes. <laughs> and you can have, like, and there's so many different solutions too. Like, if you've got the space in your garage to have shelving racks, then have shelving racks. Yeah. And have the boxes and the flexi tubs in there so that you can see them really easily. Yep. Um, and then... Then you can have your shin pads and your mm. knee guards and your... All in their own box. All there. We love organising garages because it's such a functional space. And so we can actually come in and go, all right, there's room for shelving here and we can get inexpensive shelving, set it all up, and the kids can grab everything they want and go. What about when you're finished with equipment? So we were, we've talked about kind of the decluttering of stuff that's broken. If you've got um, footy boots... Mm-hmm. that you're finished with. I know you discovered somewhere really cool that you can send those to. Yeah, right around the corner from your house. <laughs> There's boots for all in Montmorency and they're amazing. They you can not only can you buy things from there, but you can donate to them as well. Mm. So you can donate your well um 
gently used, yeah. yeah. Well, good condition stuff to them, and that's from everything from oh. balls to bags to clothes boots, to boots, everything, bats, yeah. rackets. And so it's awesome. I highly recommend buying your secondhand gear stuff yeah. from there as well as donating. I went and got Ollie's soccer boots for $15. Yeah, we bought um, Jesse's basketball boots from there and then took a pair that Elijah had outgrown and donated them. Yeah. It, it's such a great place to um, go. And even our boys got to buy cricket pads, whereas they normally we wouldn't go and buy them cricket pads. But they weren't expensive and they knew that once they'd outgrown them, we'd take them back. Yeah. So it's such a um, wonderful place. And there's loads of places like that. Yeah. Like you can donate your old um, soccer boots and you can donate them to kids in the outback or overseas. Um, there's lots of charities and organisations mm. who um, send stuff um, to pl- people in need. Yep. You can also go back to your sporting club and say, sorry, we're leaving <laughs> or we've moved up a grade. Here are the here are the old soccer boots. Is there any families that are in need yep. that you know of that are in need? Put it on Facebook Marketplace. Put it yep. on, your own, on your own Facebook page and say, hey, I've got size two soccer boots. Anybody Brilliant. need them? Yep. So many ways of recycling your well-loved things. So we want you to be mindful of what sports equipment you have. Use what you have. If you've got skis, make time to go to the snow this season. If you have a full set of cricket stuff, then Kirsty's laughing at me going, they're not going to go to the snow. It's the middle of December. But that's in Australia. What about all our Colorado listeners? Or what if you're going to France for Christmas? Yeah. Take your skis with you. (laughs) So I think use what you have and... Be creative with it. Like if you don't have a lot of sports equipment and you want to be more active, get a frisbee, get a basketball, get a footy. Some of those things that aren't going to take up heaps of space. Bocce balls. Oh, we have a set of bocce balls. I forgot about that. (laughs) Um, But that you can use, get out and get creative and get energetic. Yeah. So let go of that. I was just going to say, just one more thing, just a reminder again. Let go of that treadmill that's a clothes horse. Yeah. Go buy a clothes horse. Just sell Put your clothes away instead of hanging them on. The or maybe they're drying. Um, they're usually used just for... Just to hang. Just to, a place to put your clothes. So Andy. That's our challenge for you today is to get rid of any sports equipment that you're no longer using and store the stuff that you are using well and don't forget to be sustainable in getting rid of things and buying things in ways that are going to be useful to the environment and helpful to your fellow human beings. Excellent. Love it. Thank you again for joining us this week. We cannot wait to hang out with you again next week. And we look forward to your interactions on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere that you can see us. And one more thing, Kirst, we haven't talked about Patreon for a couple of weeks, but we've got some awesome supporters on Patreon. And Patreon is a creative supporter platform, which means that you can get on there and donate anything as little as a dollar a month to help support us because we pay to hire a studio and we fly you down. So there are costs associated with this, but we want to bring you this podcast for free. So someone asked me the other day, do we get enough um, in advertising dollars to cover our costs? We don't. 
But that doesn't mean we're ever going to stop bringing you this podcast for free. So if you want to support us, you can jump onto patreon.com forward slash the art of decluttering. We would totally love that. And a big shout out to Fiona, who recently became a supporter of the podcast. Thank you so much for your support and your love and you standing with us to reach the world with the message of decluttering. Yay. And thank you to Olivia, too, who has also recently become a Patreon supporter. You guys are the best. Yay. Have a great week. Bye. learned something awesome today do a friend a favor and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering you can find me amy over at simplyorganized.net or on facebook as simply organized po you can find me kirsty over at feelslikehome.net.au or on facebook as feels like home po don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes. We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learnt some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organised. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 